0: I'm, say it the you, way you say it on stage. You oh, say it the best I'm, on stage. I'm, I'm an openly male homemaker. Oh <laughs> you know, um, you know, I and you know, circumstances. So if as I they need did. to
1: get my updates on YNR, you'll like. Where are you? I'm t- there, baby. You know,
0: yes, Victor Newman. You I know Victor. I do know Victor Newman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you Victoria, know,
1: we need to get wood for the fire.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, dude, that's Nikki, baby, Nikki. Oh, okay, don't. Sorry. Yeah, Victoria's oh, yeah, his daughter. A couple years. See, okay, that you know what? You just burned me because because of the fact that I have to correct you by letting you know Victoria's his daughter and Nikki is his wife. I, I,
1: I'll be honest. I watched it in the late eighties uh-huh. um, because. This one, kids, there used to be these things called VCRs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> these tape recording machines. I still own
0: one. Yeah, and,
1: and so I would get home from school, yes. elementary school, and we didn't have this is even I think it was before automatic timers. Oh nice so i would hit record oh and after yes to record it. got it but it was only years later that they came up with the ones where you could watch tv yes and, record and something else. yes gotcha so i ended up being like oh I'll just record it and then of course you sit down and you start absolutely involved.
0: well you know what the irony and then i
1: would is- wait till she got home and be like oh you're not gonna really believe what happened today mom i'm victor <laughs> newman Today's guest is Michael Morrison. Michael G. Morrison. Oh, sorry, Michael G. Morrison. Thank you. Me and Michael just uh, finished sets at uh, Falchey's Irish Pub. How did it go, Michael?
0: Um, I thought it went well. Um, it was hey, you very. Did really, thank you. It you did a, well. Yeah, I'm gonna say you did well. Okay. You didn't was, do
1: great. Okay. You didn't even do fantastic. <laughs> you did well.
0: <laughs> Listen. Well is a, good. Well uh, is better than good. This is true. And they laughed. So yeah. I was they happy did. No, no you actually you had a really
1: good set. We thank all. Thank you. It was. Uh, you guys got
0: chuckles. It was myself. I think uh, Eddie Vincente, yourself. Eddie Vincente. Yes. <laughs>
1: you know what? He mentioned to me that you call him Eddie. Oh,
0: really? Why is that? Yeah, is he's he, like he always calls me Eddie. Doesn't like Eddie?
1: I don't. I don't know if he doesn't like it. Uh, but he just made the comment. He's like he calls me Eddie all the time. And I, well, I almost accidentally called him Ernest. Yes, which, I, so, right. Oh, which, it's
0: Ernie. It's Ernie. Oh, You no. call him Eddie. Oh, I feel bad now. That's yeah. not even close. No. You might have to call me, Yeah. Or Mitchell. <laughs> He's going to call Mitchell. me Mitchell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, you're on what's called the Featured Comedian of the Week. Thank you. Okay. You're uh, in an echelon of three other people.
0: Oh, okay. Fantastic.
1: Uh, the likes of Ricardo Mejiaz. Yes. Ron Jossel Okay. And Max Ross.
0: Oh, okay. Well, these are, these are so this well is known.
1: like a plethora. Absolutely. Um, so what we talk about on the show and most of our audience members are aware of it, yes. but those who are just joining us, we just basically talk about, um, how you got started in comedy, mm-hmm. um, how long you've been doing it. Okay. And stuff like it. Basically, just get, we're going to find out about Michael Morrison. All right. My, sorry, Michael G. Morrison. Thank you, sir. Um, so yeah, the, some of the, you know, how long have you, you been doing, we, you know what, let's start with us, really, our relationship. Okay, yeah. Um, we've been seeing each other for about two weeks. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, Michael's married with kids. Um, you've been doing comedy, I've known you as long as I've been doing comedy, which is three years now. Right. Uh, how long have you been?
0: Um, I would say that i started, when I seriously started pursuing, um, you know, getting onto the circuit and um, establishing my material and stuff, it's uh, since 2009.
1: So that's... Help me with the math oh, actually, here. actually,
0: let me rephrase. 2007. So probably about seven... So... I, I've been doing it seriously now for the past... F- five years so you
1: tried it and then yes. stopped
0: for a little bit i've always it, it's been a dream of mine okay and cool. uh, this has been this is kind of my passion everything has geared towards this moment
1: what was your first set where was it at?
0: um my first set where i actually um if you will got the bug yeah. was um i can't remember probably 91 Okay, um, 91, oh, 90, Yeah. back and, to 91. Uh, and again, this is where it was just dabbling in it to see, you know, I've always, I've always had a, I've been told I've had a knack to make people laugh just in terms of um, conversation and, and things of that nature. Uh, uh, I've been told I'm a fairly pleasant guy. But You're, you're okay. Uh, <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah,
1: no, you're super nice. <laughs> I don't so, know of anyone nicer besides me. Oh, well, thank you. No, no, you're actually a lot nicer than I am. I um yeah, you don't talk bad about it. I have never had or heard you have an ill word about anybody.
0: Well, I, You know what? Well, because I'm married with kids, obviously. I'm a broken man, Joe.
1: <laughs> You're like the tiger in the zoo. Absolutely. And the life's just been drained out of his eyes. He's Absolutely. got claws, yeah. but he can't use them. Absolutely. Unless he asks the other uh, lion. Staring
0: through the cage, <coughs> you know, wishing to be in Madagascar.
1: Yeah, remembering this. Yeah. Remembering hunting gazelles? Absolutely,
0: no. absolutely. So, I guess going back 91, um, there used to play a, there used to be a place on the Queensway called OVS. Okay. And um, they used to have they had a competition, and um, out with some friends, okay. a bit of a drunken drunken night, and uh, and I got dared to go up, nice. went up on stage. A um, couple of little things about myself. Did you,
1: did you have? Um, you got dared to go up. Did you have any material? There? I you had
0: nothing really okay. set or planned. Uh, it was basically a hi, how you doing? Uh, it was like into the fire. Yeah, uh, baptism by fire, as a matter yeah. of fact. And um, you know, other than a smile, uh, what I did to get on to the next round you, was you I. You do happen.
1: have a very nice smile.
0: Thank you. you I, the I've, I've been told with that. The smiles, Thank you very much.
1: And then you just lure them in and pounce.
0: Well, <laughs> and I mean, I got them laughing by pressing my lips together yeah. and stretching them out. They they call them fish lips, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and that got me, for some reason, everybody loved it, got me onto the next stage. Well, at least um, it,
1: I'm happy that you've moved on from the Al Jolson bits.
0: Thank you very much, <laughs> yes, because I'm not really a physical comic.
1: Nobody knows that reference. All they, anybody listening right now, Al, who's Al Jolson? They're going to yeah. wiki. You guys just do Wikipedia Al Jolson. Yeah. And you'll know exactly what we're talking
0: about. There you, and and so did that. Um, Love the response. Yeah. um I guess the following week when the when it came up tried to do a couple of things um, bombed um, but but enjoyed the experience so much that I was um I guess if you will motivated to try and continue
1: when you got that first so you had no material the first time nope you got laughs I um, did okay describe to me that sensation of getting. It's one thing to get your friends to laugh. Absolutely, you know, or a group, or you, you know, know you're what, at a wedding it, or something it, like it's that. It's a
0: total different situation when you've got people sitting there, arms folded, looking at you and saying, "Make me laugh, motherfucker." That,
1: that first laugh you got, well, it's like describe to me, like how that felt.
0: I like gold. Um, Actually, uh, I guess the best analogy I can give to people out there, think of the first time that you really got the best high off of whatever joint you smoked and that was it. Or the best rush when you first, uh, uh, I equate it to jumping out of an airplane Okay. and uh, loved the experience, Um, said, you know, this is something that I wanted to do. Even when I was a kid, I had a knack of being able to just make people laugh. Would you say
1: it's equivalent to, this is the analogy I use, Uh might not apply to you. Would you say it's equivalent to finding the button?
0: Yes, absolutely I would. I'm going
1: to use code there. There You you guys know what the button is, you're in the know. (laughs) It's like finding the button and going, wow, that happens
0: when I do that? And what (laughs) happened was I found the button on the first show. Mm Mm-hmm lost it on the second show yeah. and i've been searching for the button ever since
1: that's true we do try <laughs> to, it's like if only they could keep the button in the same spot why absolutely. do people have to come in different models
0: yes absolutely i know always I've, gotta go searching
1: i'm still looking for it no i found it i find it it's just not all the buttons were it's like yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's, and you have to relearn. Each button operates a bit different.
0: Absolutely. So now I'm trying to put my own blueprint together. So it's like a golf swing. You have a process. You, you think, address. Okay. You, you do the addressing. Yeah. You then line up your club. And then you take your swing. I'm
1: terrible at golf. <laughs> well, I, when I play golf, I'm the guy who drives the cart. I oh, try to really? do brake stance. That's it. I see. But I know what you're getting with. You, you figure out the course.
0: Yep. Take care.
1: And um, that's cool. So... You took a little bit of a break from doing it? Well, um. Or you, did you do it for. I had been
0: working. Uh, I had been working as a, uh, as a sales rep, um, oh, okay. at the time. So. Oh, like Mike.
1: This is like Mike Bullard. Yeah, well, at Bell you're Canada. Kinda,
0: well, you're, well, you're kind of, you know, a little, little, little along that lines, but yeah. more of a darker version. <laughs> and, um, you know, I. It, so
1: <laughs> Sorry, just hit me that you said dark. You have like, um,. You do this to me once in a while. You have, like, subliminal well, you- racism that comes out. <laughs> it's like a darker version. Yeah. What? It's like you do it with this velvet glove. It's like it's hilarious. You hit me with it, and then I think about it after. I'm like, oh, my God. He totally just said something racist.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I So, it always stuck in the back of my mind, that opportunity of being able to make a, a, a large audience feel good.
1: So, when you first did it in 91. So, that's a long time ago. Absolutely. That, and, you know, that's probably... I would say the peak of stand-up comedy was happening around that. It was. 91, I would agree. Yes, yeah.
0: I, I definitely agree. So, you know, off and on, I'd always try and get to the occasional open mic. Yeah. Um, you know, the first time I actually did Yuck Yucks was when um, Jack Norman was okay. uh, managing and hosting the open mics downtown. The At downtown the, at the okay. downtown Yuck Yucks. Was
1: that down at the... that? So that would have been at the Young and Eglinton one or even before that?
0: That would have been no. Uh, the John and Richmond one, actually. Okay,
1: so that's... Oh, okay. They were already at Richmond at that point? Uh Uh-huh.
0: And, well, by the time I had gotten back to to formally give it a shot. And, I mean, my first set was horrible. So
1: when you did that in 91 how long did you do it? And then did you take a break? And you just, uh, I did like kids now. I got to yeah, stop.
0: Life got in the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. um, I had a career. Um, I was focused on the career, but that had always stayed in the back of my yeah. mind. Um, it was one of those Eating things. Away at you. Absolutely. It was, it was just that, you know, it, it's a, I think every comic will agree that, you know, it's like a drug. It's, yeah. it's something that is an addiction that you can't really point. It's just something that is, is an obsession that you need to satiate.
1: Um,
0: or satiate I excuse satiate. me um, I'm sorry I said um That's okay. I'm gonna cut
1: that um part out alright or leave it in who
0: knows um
1: have you always been funny um I know it's a hard question to ask people because it's like saying like I never say I'm funny right because it's like saying you're cool absolutely it cancels it out right? okay true you're just um, like I tell stories but do you find that you're always the and this is a, a a is like, were you the class clown? or
0: I wasn't saying that I was the class clown. I would say that I was probably a good street man mm-hmm. and always the individual that, you know, in a conversation. I was sometimes more of a listener okay. than a speaker. Um, but I would always find, I would always have this knack at times of, if you will, asking a question that came out somewhat humorous. So or you'd,
1: be, you'd be surveying the, the landscape and then just waiting for that right moment to do that chat, right?
0: Like a, like a what is it, like an adorable assassin.
1: Nice. His smile is so nice. Bang. Um, okay, cool. So, in, um, from your family background, uh, do you have? This is gonna sound weird, but in terms of your family dynamics, hey, you're, I don't know what your background is in terms right. of brothers and sisters. I'm assuming you have some.
0: I'm the oldest of three uh, kids, okay, um, cool. and I, I have three, and I have two brothers. So you're
1: like the you're the the lead kid. I was
0: the pioneer guy, the trailblazer yeah. baby.
1: You know what, I have an older brother. You guys Uh say that all the time.
0: Uh, You guys don't understand, eh? We took the beats for you, eh? Yeah, that's fine.
1: (laughs) But you in some ways limited us to being the good kids. Because we couldn't trailblaze because we were afraid we were going to give our parents a coronary and kill them. And you'd be known as the kid who killed your parents.
0: Well, okay. I don't know how it works in a Portuguese household. It's the yeah. same way. Oh, really? Okay, then. I, well, I know your background's Jamaican.
1: It works exactly the same way. I'm but just going to tell you. They use the
0: same implements. Then I'm going to tell you right now, okay? We took the lashes for you, okay? Any, anybody that has younger siblings knows, okay? I know. It's true. That you get beat as being the example, okay?
1: Um, did you guys have the starter kit? Because we had... Is it the standard kit where it's a spoon, a wooden broom, uh, like a straw broom and yeah. slippers.
0: Well, you see, Jamaicans love to kick it up a notch. Personally, um, back in the day, what and do you I, guys have? This, well, is, a great, did, this is like like exchanging did, dungeon no tools.
1: Well, do you have a can of nine tails. Oh, no, right.
0: no. You, you, basically, it's either a the first thing you can grab. Yeah. Okay. B usually because back in the day, that was when Bell Canada actually had um, oh no. telephone cord inside rotary. the house. Exactly. And you know, and we had those the, rotary
1: phones are heavy. Yes,
0: I'll just tell you, there's nothing that welts more than a curly cue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the beauty of that it looks like finger marks
0: when th- you get <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and if they hit you just right it just and, you know if it hits you just right there's really there's no bruising no there's wonder there's so the
1: ridges af- you know what that's probably why we're so afraid of talking <laughs> <laughs> what does a cord get out of here I'll get a cordless phone to screw this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, so yeah. So, were you
1: the funny guy in your family? Like, if you had family dinners, were you the like, the one again surveying and doing your jobs?
0: I, more surveying. I wouldn't. Um, it was. It was weird because, um, I guess, the best way to describe it was uh, I was. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I was funny, but I didn't know it. Okay. In the sense that I would, you know, sometimes come up with innocent questions or comments that people would then... And you're
1: not even aware that. Yeah. I know no, and then
0: they'd resonate off of that. And yeah. then um, the one thing that I'll never forget was, um, and I know it goes back in time, but yeah. um, I, did a, I did a play in, um, in grade six. Okay. And it was, um, uh, I believe it was Hansel and Gretel. And okay. what had happened was I was on stage and I had, uh, it was like a corrugated... Cardboard um, around the around the uh, around the legs, and then a big puffy type thing. And which character were you playing? I can't even remember the character. But what what had happened was that, um, and that's kind of, I guess, if you will, where I got a bit of the acting bug. But um, what had happened was um, I'd kind of lost my balance and wound up falling a bit on my partner, and had to get them, and had to kind of write myself. And that whole process of writing myself. Uh, was hilarious to the audience.
1: It's that it's that buzz we get from from Absolutely. an audience reaction. Absolutely, I think it's we have a little bit of the vaudeville. I think that happens with us, where it's that wink to the audience.
0: Definite slapstick, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and so that you know, that, that reaction, getting that reaction from the audience, and again with something as innocent as just trying to get myself standing up again right, right. was just infectious. And then the one thing that you know, the one thing that I remember was um the, the teacher in the play because it was one of those things that, you know, it could have gone either way. I could have either been mortified yeah. by that, especially being a you know, being what, grade six, I was like a twelve year old kid, you know, um, or it turned out to be what it was, which was something which you, funny. You
1: take ownership of it at that point. And we did all the time in comedies. Yeah,
0: and I remember uh, the teacher was Hamish Gessery, and he went to my father and he said, you know, he needs to nurture that because he's, yeah. he's got something there. And, and you know, my daddy's passed away. He passed away in 97. Okay. But one of the things that he did say to me, and no problem, it, you know, one of the things he said to me during that time, he says, uh, you know, you, you, you may not know it yet, but you have a gift. And um, well, that's good you, coming from a parent. It, it meant the it meant the world, and it was one of those things where part of me being out here slugging away at it is not only the love of it, but you know, yeah. I guess if you will, fulfilling his prophecy because he, for some, he he, we we used to enjoy just hanging out and jawing around. It was the you know it you know it was an ultimate kind of locker room talk. Type I mean, that approval
1: is important because it's 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 validation. Not valid even approval; issue. it's encouragement. Yes, it yeah. is. It is. It's, you know, you, you feel... I remember the first time that I showed my folks my stand-up. Yes. And it makes a huge difference in terms of your confidence level. For sure. For doing it. Because, you, you, you know, we get judged on stage all the time. Absolutely. We're like constantly. And we're masochists for it. Or, sorry, sadists for yes. it. Yes. And, but yeah, to have that approval, I, obviously my mother didn't approve. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how yours is, but... If Mm -hmm. they can't show it to their friends and be like, oh, that's my son, (laughs) you
0: know. Exactly. Well, you know, it's funny because I guess my mom came to my first set when I When my first open mic at Yuck Yucks. And it was, it was, it was. Talk about cranking up the pressure. Total gong show. I wound up basically taking my set that was written on paper and started reading it verbatim word for word. And then probably about yeah. a page and a half into it, which probably equated to maybe two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ja- I remember it. Well, because Jack Norman came up and it's like, no, that's it. We're oh. done. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the hook. Yes. Minus the hook. You said but I've been done. lucky because my, my, you know, I've always, um, the one thing that I've done, and even with some of my comedy, I, I poke fun at myself. I mean, I think if, yeah, you, if, you, if you take yourself too seriously. If you
1: take that ownership. I mean, like growing up as a chubby kid. Yeah. Um, having to go to Gusta Avenue to get husky pants for my com- uh, communion.
0: <laughs> right, Doc.
1: And hearing that sound of sh- 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 <laughs> as they were going up the aisle. Um, yeah, you want to take. You want to be like, screw you. You're not gonna make a fat joke about me. I'm exactly. gonna make it about myself. Yes, and vice versa. Yes.
0: yes. I, I, what is it? Milton Berle, I think, once said, is that um, it's always good to poke fun at yourself because it, you can control the fun yeah, that's poked. That's right. You know. So yeah,
1: total, <laughs> And that's why we hate hecklers. Uh, <laughs> um, so is there? You had a really good relationship there with your dad. Yes, I did. Um, where do you find? Because I always find there's one parent. Mm-hmm. That's the funny parent or a grandparent. Yes, is there a, anybody in your family that influenced you in terms um, of humor? I'd Are have you- to
0: say it, I, I say a combination of my dad yeah. and um, and uh, one of my uncles, my uncle Ewan, who yeah. had uh, a great and and what it was, and I think maybe I I, I try anyway, at least. Uh, To have a bit of that persona on stage, it's that fun-loving attitude. Yeah, you do have that. And uh, the ability of being able to kind of be up there, poke a little fun at myself, come off stage with hopefully everybody feeling good. You may not have understood everything that I was saying or what I was trying to get across, but for some reason, the guy made you laugh. There's no
1: lack of positivity in your set. No. Like, you're always... (laughs) Like, you could, your hair could be on fire, and you'd be like, I'm fine. No, but it's good. It, it comes across because it's a likability factor, right? So.
0: Well, thank you. Well, see, and again, I didn't know. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. And it I comes...
1: To, it come, you know what? I noticed... And there's a lot to be said. And we were talking to a, uh, an audience member tonight after Yucks, mm-hmm. and she brought up a really good point. Um, talking to one of the comics, she said, I got to feel like it's happened to you. And authenticity is really important. For sure. And I find you, when you do your sets, you're always authentic. Like, I don't ever see you do a set or a bit and be like, he's making that up or he's embellishing that. Like, it seems very honest. And well, is that a, on a, an intentional basis or you just can't do otherwise?
0: It is. I, I don't think I can do it otherwise. I, I you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that yeah. a lot of my... Material, a lot of the, the, the source of my energy yep. comes from a positive place. Um, you know, I, it, you know, I, when I when you can when you have the ability of being able to go out because everything's done and daddy gets the keys to the car for lack of a better (laughs) term it you know you it's a it's a it's a joy to get up on stage good or bad depending on the set the bottom line is that you know i i always say that it's either a performance or it's practice yeah and um and one way or the other whether you liked it or not i'm liking it because i've taken another step in the direction of my vision
1: well, tonight, and I'm gonna be honest. Like tonight, when we're getting ready to do foul chase, mm-hmm. you even said, "La," you're like, "I don't know if I, I want to do this tonight."
0: Actually, I want to make a point of thanking you for that because I, you know what? it's the I, first time I've ever done it where I was not feeling the same energy that I bring on a regular don't basis. Don't thank me for
1: it. Thank because um, Don Perret actually. There's a lot of comics at the beginning that told me when you don't feel like doing it, yes, is when you should do it. It's that marathon thing where you're like, right. I don't know if I'm gonna break through the wall and marathon and do it, uh-huh. but it's yeah. It's I think if you do it, it's just. I guess it's better not. It's better to have a shitty set. Yes. Yeah. Than to have a regret that you didn't do a
0: set. Absolutely. Uh, you know um, what? It, it's it's. Uh, because
1: even if you have a shitty set, you come
0: away with something. Well, tonight for me, what I learned is that it truly is therapy. Yeah. And not only. Therapy from the standpoint of being able to get that practice in, get that get that workout mm. in, so to speak, but um, you know, work out of words. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> you know, because we don't go to the gym. No, no. I don't know. Well, maybe you do. You probably get more exercise. Than I don't go. To the gym. Well, no. Well, you, well, uh, well I, you may ask me that after. No, I get that from you know, crossing the kids. Mm. But the one thing that that I sign's I, really heavy. <laughs> But, you know, the one thing that I found is that it's the it's the energy that you get from being up there Mm -hmm. and doing something that you love to do. Doing something that, you know, essentially comes naturally.
1: I mean, I see it with you. You love doing it. I mean, you're only I'm not going to say issue because it's not an issue, but because you're a family guy. Mm -hmm. You're you're stretched tight. And I I like that you I'm always up trying to get up three or five times a week yes and my only sacrifice like i have my day job right my only sacrifice is my sleep absolutely right? so but you you like you have to you have to basically because you're stretched you got kids i don't even know what that's like uh, i'm still working <laughs> it's on a the challenge
0: part got it
1: <laughs> uh but first before i can even do that i have to find someone to make it with gotcha and so i don't even have the ingredients for a cake like that's <laughs>
0: Well, when you get on the other side, yeah. the making it, you got to take your, you pick your spots, and take you gotta your gotta opportunities. Cake,
1: which yeah. sounds weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you. I find that you. We were talking about this tonight earlier, but um, like when you get a set, you cherish it. It's like absolutely, you're like,
0: absolutely. I mean, as you, I've know.
1: never seen you being like, "Oh, this is crap. I don't want to do this." Or not that I don't want to do this. You're not like. I never see you walk away going. Nah, I nah, could have not done that. Like, you come away, you cherish it, you enjoy the moment of doing the set, which is refreshing because a mm. lot of people, because they do sets three or five times a week... Yes. Like, I cherish every set, too, because, right. like you said, it's either practice or performing. Right. Um, but you see a lot of... I'm going to say younger comics. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to group it into one thing, but... Okay. You see a lot of people are like, ah, oh, you know what, that was... I didn't want to do that. So, like it, they just—they don't have the same regard for it. They don't cherish it. Right. You, um, you. that it's a an opportunity for them instead of they're just. I want to say it. Younger people have a false sense of entitlement.
0: Well, you know what? Like it, we
1: were like we we're like. Thank you for the stage time.
0: Absolutely, and you know, I mean, as you know, like you said, you you know, I'm I'm fortunate if I get out, you know, four to six times a yeah. month right now so um, you know for me right now it's like basically every time I'm in the batter's box for lack of a better yeah. term I'm always trying to hit a home run yep. and you know and the other thing now is that you know to, 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 to stay with the analogy it's a matter of now fixing my feet Adjusting yep. my hands, you know. Yeah, maybe. just refining it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you know, and it's such a it is, as you know, and and probably other comics do too. It's such a craft um, that yeah, that yeah, requires yeah. not only the repetition, but also the ability that uh, the ability of taking the repetition yeah. to make it intuitive, so that you can basically manage any situation that may come up during the course right. of your performance.
1: It's like I always use the analogy. You know, because you do your you do acting and, and background work.
0: Right, I I wouldn't say acting guy. No, you're an actor. Let's see <laughs> about actor. that guy.
1: Um, he's with Actra. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but the analogy that I seem to work for me, I don't know if you if this would apply to you at all, mm-hmm. or maybe you have another analogy that you want to tell people is, um, it's like getting a script. Yes. Knowing the shit out of that script. Yes. And then forgetting it.
0: Yes. And then letting the intuitive nature of yeah. what comes naturally yeah. then take over. Knowing that you've got your you have your exoskeleton. Yeah. But the, the meat, the skin That's the wiggle room. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, then that,
1: you can actually bring the performance aspect. For like. sure,
0: for sure. And you know, I mean I'm still trying to catch the lightning in a bottle as as are a number hard. of different comics, right? <laughs> yeah, you know it. But you know but you know, the thing is that when you can you know, especially leveraging tonight's, um, yeah. tonight's um, example in the situation, especially when you're not feeling 100%, when you yeah. can go up there not feeling, not feeling it or feeling the vibe and being able to connect with people that yeah. you don't know and give them the opportunity of feeling good. For me tonight, it was amazing the reciprocal nature of we what had, happened.
1: Yeah, that crowd that we had. With the exception of one individual. Yeah, absolutely. Who was sitting off to the side. Yeah. Managed, I managed to take care of him. Yeah. I got rid yeah. of him. Oh, you did good there. Yeah, no. He just. Um, you were an so adorable we assassin, Jeff. Yeah, we had an audience <laughs> member who was. Not uh, 100%. No. But the, the table that we had there that. I always love that situation, and you play off of it as well. Is where, and it's a, a catch that we catch ourselves doing all the time is. Um, Everybody else could be laughing. Yes. But we can get so fixated.
0: Hey, like an Italian mother at Christmas dinner guy.
1: <laughs> <You> <laughs> On know. that one person that will you're not saying. laugh.
0: How come you're not eating?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that we forget that, no, these guys are enjoying the show. Absolutely. This guy's maybe having a bad day.
0: My mom taught me that a long time ago um, because, you know, sometimes a lot of people at, ch- at times look at the glass as being half empty. Yep. And, and instead of worrying about who came to the party, worried about who didn't come to the yeah. party. And sometimes I think you need to flip that script and you know, those people that didn't come to the party need sure. to hear, wow, you missed a great party. Yep, that's, you know, and that's and, a great way to do it. And, and that's the, and you know, I, I kinda, you know, for lack of a better term, I take that with me at times. We and did I, that tonight. Yeah, when we, absolutely. Like
1: we're telling you, we had a great set set. Yeah, exactly. Um, like Max Ross, he was here earlier, he <laughs> had I, to leave. Because uh, it's super late and he has to work tomorrow. Uh huh. Um, but we're, he was, we're trying to get him on the set up He right. He's going to come out too.
0: Oh, he was okay. Um,
1: but I think we're going to actually have him on again for the regular podcast. Oh, good. Because he has a. I'm going to oh, give you a little. Yeah, little
0: definitely of, an interesting story to tell, ladies and gentlemen.
1: This is one of the re- he clearly indicates to me, or not indicates, his experience tonight. Mm-hmm. Reiterates my. Philosophy that you don't go out with audience members.
0: Yeah, yeah. Max has the best example of what I'd like to call organic humor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I hope, you know, I hope he does it shit, what you eat. <laughs> That's what happened to him tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we're going to talk about that in the next podcast. Yeah,
0: he ate a log, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, <have laughs> he ate a log. a log, and it was, yeah.
1: Sideways. <laughs> um, so. You, have you okay? influences from your family.
0: Yeah, a lot of influence from my family. And I guess the other thing, too, is that, you know, um, there's a lot to be said sometimes about just having a good-natured, positive attitude. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times, and um, just thinking back to my high school days and things of that nature, just um, I've, I, I've been told I've always been a fairly positive guy. Yep. And, and you know, it, it, I try and bring a little bit of that persona out in my set.
1: So in terms of your positivity... Uh, it's funny. I just wanted to touch on some of your bits that you do. Uh huh. Uh, you can, you're even positive about racism, which I found amazing. It's like, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Michael before, he's got, this is a bit that always uh, resonates with me for some reason. Um, is the extreme sports.
0: Oh, oh you like that? They, yeah. The, the, the difference between if you guys uh,
1: haven't realized that yet. Michael is black.
0: <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, don't let the yeah. voice fool you.
1: Uh, because I said he's from Jamaica. Yes. Not originally, but his background is.
0: That's right. I'm 100% Canadian Jamaican vintage, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I just happen to be a black man with an obino voice.
1: <laughs> it's true. Um, so you have that great bit about uh, extreme, extreme sorts and yes. why black people don't do them. And how the one that hits me every time, maybe because I know the background on it. Is the lynching malfunction, the yes. the bungee cord. Thank Why you. Why people don't do the Thank you. Yes, yes. Why black people don't do bungee cord. Absolutely. Because it's too close to a lynching malfunction. It I is. love that. Thank you. But it's and you do it in such a positive delivery. Thank that you. it's it's a dark thing
0: you're talking about. I appreciate that man. When you
1: just do it and people are like, he's talking about lynching. <laughs> and they're like happy about it. <laughs> I mean, so you put a happy spin. On, I'm not saying a happy spin on lynching, but I, something that can be really dark. You always have that. I've never seen you on stage where you're dark, for a lack of better of a better word. Yes, I've never seen you go on stage going, "Uh, women suck." Like you never. It, you you s- always seem to have the positive spin, even though you're talking about something that might be. There a are four. Thing. Well, I
0: have to say that my wife and my three kids um, really. Help me um, go up there and enjoy every moment. Nice, you know. I I think it's you know there's something to be said about family, um, and and um, and balance in life as well. And you know, um, I might be taking a slower boat to China with the with the comedy thing, Jeff. But
1: you're taking it at, you know, I find you're taking it at your own pace. You're enjoying the moment.
0: Trying. Yeah, trying.
1: I don't see you. You you seem to be enjoying every moment, and instead of just doing the, the mechanical. I'm gonna do sets, and I'm gonna do this much, and
0: well, that's because I don't get a lot of time to do the <laughs> sets. Right. Yeah, hey, you have a happy wife. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and
1: that's probably why you have a happy life. Uh, thank you. As you said to me earlier this uh, evening, this is
0: true. Thank you. Um, yes,
1: I have no wife, therefore I'm sad. No. <laughs> uh, one thing that came up in my head right now is what kind of influences you had uh, as a comic.
0: Okay. I can probably name them on, on one hand, I mean first and foremost I, I, I've always admired and respected um, Bill Cosby, um, not only for his storytelling abilities um, but also just the, um, the, 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 the focus around family and, yep. and I don't know if I'd say he's got messages within his material but it's definitely things that resonate from a very um, uh, family oriented, oriented background.
1: What kind of aspiration? Do you see your comedy going? Is stand-up full-time the only goal? Or do you have other... Dreams and aspirations.
0: Listen, um, to be perfectly honest, and I don't know I, I don't know where this thing is going to wind up. I'm having a hell of a time doing it. Yeah. But the bottom line is, you know, I, I try and incorporate it right now into my material. I'm hoping to be the only comic never to quit his day job. I mean, oh, I cool. love, I've, I've had the opportunity of being on field trips, seeing, you know, things, you know, seeing sporting events with my kids and stuff. And, but... The end game is to be able to do this, yes, full-time. Um, would to, you like
1: JFL, kind of the ultimate kind of?
0: JFL would definitely be the ultimate. Um, but about, you know something? I, I mean, this is such a craft where, you know what? I mean, You know, Larry Smith, uh, we both know Larry. Yeah. Larry told me something one day that's, that stuck to me. And um, the one thing that he said was, you know, don't do it for the money. Mm-hmm. Let the money allow you to do it. Yeah, and that's a good uh, philosophy. Absolutely, and and you know, I've really kind of, um, I've really imprinted that in in my in my whole ideology and and my focus and vision as I'm to gonna what be I want to do. With,
1: uh, that you bring that up, Larry's yeah. got a really good insight. Like, and you have the same philosophy. We've talked about this: is we're not there to tell jokes; we're there to entertain. Absolutely. And some people will disagree with that philosophy, but it's mm. true. I. I think I see it with you. Is We're there to entertain. You're there to entertain. Yes. I find if you entertain them, they c- I don't know if you feel the same way, but if you entertain them and they leave entertained. Absolutely. As opposed to, oh, I remember one joke or two jokes, or no, I really like that guy. I feel really great after his show.
0: That, I think, is the ultimate. I mean, yeah. you know, they say laughter's the best medicine, Jeff. Yeah. And, you know, if I can, you know, be Unless able to... Unless you have to- a hernia,
1: that's yeah, it's but, the worst best. Ah, uh, true.
0: Yes. Yes, or a cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had but,
1: both. I yeah. know how it is. Okay, gotcha. I'm yeah. so, so lucky. Touch wood. I, yeah, yeah. I haven't had that. They're great. You should get one. It's fantastic. Ah, thanks.
0: Um, but the one most thing... most women have seen
1: my no never. <laughs> <do>. <laughs> Those nurses got a good surprise. I see, but uh, you know,
0: if I can if I can be blessed enough to be um, making a living at making people feel good, that's my end game.
1: So, because you do acting, do you ever see yourself maybe like? Um, parlaying that into a, a sitcom career or anything like that
0: um i'll you know i'm i, I
1: love it you're so open you're like Whatever comes my way, Jeff.
0: Well, the absolutely. I mean, it's I've been I, it's it's come my way since I started this thing. I mean, yep. I was lucky enough. Um, you know, I I uh, I used to work in uh, in in high level sales. I guess I, I used to be an account executive, and and I was fortunate enough to work with a lot of people um, within the government of mm-hmm. Ontario. And um, one of the things that really helped me at the time in my sales was the fact that um, I had the ability of making people feel good and, and not necessarily tell jokes while I'm trying to close a deal, yeah. but the opportunity of being able to, to genuinely um, work with people on, on, a, on a very personal level. Yeah. And if I can parlay that into my, into my comedy and, and be able to make a living at it, then the sky's the limit and, and, I'll, and I'll go where I've been destined to go.
1: Well, you always uh, you're always selling yourself on stage too. I mean, that's a that's a big thing. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know this, but Michael actually sold the 407 uh, to the Spanish. You know, Mike, give me some inside scoop on hey, that. Hey, hey, hey. Well, what not, is it? Hey. Like a 99 year lease? Like dude, the dude, exact details no, no, I know no, are, I, are confidential. No,
0: no, no, I don't know what he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. No, <laughs> I, I know, let, I know he's trying to know. No, 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 man's <laughs> trying to slander the brother.
1: You signed that non-disclosure. No, no. Don't slander the wrong. you and me, you told me they signed a 99-year lease. No. And that thing's only good for five years. I like, they got five years left in that concrete. Jeff, Jeff the term gone. is
0: hearsay. The term is hearsay. Okay.
1: All right. I'm winking to him right now. He goes, he knows what I'm talking about. Um So you talked about Larry Smith. Yes. I'm doing Club 54. uh, I'm middling tomorrow. Oh,
0: congratulations. That would be Friday. Nice.
1: September 17th?
0: No, today is October. October, yeah. Where am I? Yeah, I I don't know, guy.
1: Um, October 17th.
0: uh, 2014, ladies and gentlemen.
1: 2014, in case this is a year from now. Yeah. Um, And then I'm hosting. Yes. Thanks to Ben Guyot on the Saturday, the next day.
0: Nice. Congratulations. Um, But
1: you're also doing it... Coming up, are
0: you? I I do. I have. Uh, i I'm, uh, I've got two shows coming up on uh, November seventh and eighth uh, at Club Fifty Four. And and you know, Ben again, and a lot of the producers out there have been have been great supporters of a what I've been trying to do. Yep. And and as you know, sometimes you know trying to get onto stages and things can be very difficult
1: how do you feel about doing that room because that's club 54 that's a like an iconic the TV show is still there
0: it's you know what it is it's a it's another trip down the lazy river of life my friend yeah. and and you know something it's it's a great um, it's a great challenge and, a, and an awesome milestone in terms of being able to get to a point where not only can you you know do that stage but to have to, to have the opportunity of being able to do it two days in a row it, it helps me feel like I'm Taking another step in that yeah. that direction. Do you
1: find that with doing the two days, you get you get to compare? Basically, if you do the same set both days, you get to compare the audiences.
0: Absolutely. And um, you see, okay,
1: this audience is different or yes, adapt to it. Yes,
0: or it even allows you the opportunity of being maybe tweaking it. And, and nice. you know, like we were saying before in the batter's box, you know, maybe adjust the feet on yeah. the Friday and adjust the hands on yeah. the Saturday. Like maybe
1: this is a dick and vagina crowd <laughs> and I got to do a little bit different.
0: <laughs> well, if it's that, well, all, you know I'm in, trouble. I'm in trouble. Here. yeah in
1: Digging yeah. vagina crowds But the sense of humor That they have yes. Well Michael Thank you for being on the show Jeff it's been an honor Thank you uh, very much sir You're always super gracious Which kind of scares me I think you're going to Murder me sometimes Never, never That's not sir. the case No uh, Thank you so much uh, Thanks for listening To this episode of Feature Comic of the Week Michael G. Morrison